Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. The podcast where the dogs are the stars of the show. Welcome to episode 18 of the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by The Relaxed Dog. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. This week's guest will be Russell Nolte, and we're going to be chatting about Nala. Uh, just before we get to that, we've got a couple of bits of doggy news, and I'm going to con- try to continue doing mostly only the positive stuff because there's way too much negative stuff out there. So to start with, we've got the tale of Penny, a three-year-old miniature Australian Labradoodle who resides over in Portland, Oregon. And she was on leash with with her humans and they stopped to take advantage of a waterhole and just unleashed her for a moment. And that's all it took for Penny to duck out of sight, I think chasing a rock or something, and unfortunately went over a large cliff. The group then searched up and down the ridgeline for a couple of miles, but could not find any trace of Penny. So they ended up uh, camping overnight and the following morning could hear faint barking. They then trekked back out, got some volunteers in to help with the search, but the ravine was too steep to get down. They then got a drone operator to come out and they searched for another 10 hours using a couple of drones with no sign of Penny and made the heartbreaking decision to call off looking any further. So Penny, on the other hand, had different ideas and they're not sure how, but after another week, She made her way back up and around to the trailhead and there were some other trekkers that were parking their vehicles. Penny's wandered up and jumped into a car. The hiking party gave her a few snacks and then made a trip to the vet. Uh, Penny only had a couple of uh, broken teeth and a bit of a gash on her chin. Penny's now reunited with her carers. A few episodes back, I mentioned a dog in Brazil getting more or less adopted by a service station and working there. Well, again, in Brazil... At a Hyundai dealership, it was a cold and rainy night and a dog, stray dog turned up 
and the manager there felt a little sorry for him, let him inside, gave him a bit of food and water. The dog ended up coming back every night and it was soon adopted by a couple of people at the dealership. It was then put forward to the management that they should hire the dog and he has been given his own ID and a office and everything and they are using him now in the marketing and everybody is loving it. His name is Tuxen Prime. And in the UK, in Berkshire, it got warm to around about 34 degrees Celsius. And yes, someone left their little Yorkshire Terrier in the back seat of the car whilst they went shopping. And thankfully, this time round, there was a gentleman who found an axe and after several attempts, he smashed a window, they got the dog out, the police were there and all ended well. So I'll say it again, please be very, very conscious of where you put your dog. And now, this week's interview. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast, and I am here with Russell Nolte. Good evening. How are you today? I'm doing well, you know, after... uh... After dealing with all the things that you have to in a week, it's going to be nice to talk about my dog for a little bit. Oh, certainly is. Well, I'm hoping that we can sort of like put away the woes of the world, so to speak, for a little while and, and focus on what some people might think would be more important. So I understand we're going to be talking about Nala. That's right. She's our, uh, she's my first dog, not my wife's first dog, but certainly our first dog together. Okay. So usually always start the show with, if you could take us back to just that little bit of time before Nala and give us a little bit of a picture on the how and, and, and why you sort of guys got together. Sure. So um, me and my wife have been together since 2004, and we've been married since 2008. And uh, we used to live in Maryland, and the apartment that we had didn't allow dogs. So we had two bunnies, uh, Money Bunny and then Bugs Bunny. Uh, And uh, that was sort of our way to, I guess, uh, fill a part of of what we wanted, you know, couldn't have cats either, but for some reason we could have bunnies, which are way more destructive than either dogs or cats. So I do not understand why we could do that. Um, so bunnies just destroyed our carpet like so much and each other. And anyway, it was uh, 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 so we moved to L.A. in 2008. And pretty soon after that. Uh, we found out that our place, or we really like wanted a place that had a, um, that could take a dog. Uh, and so we still, I, we still both don't believe that this is what happened, but like the timeline is the timeline and it's hard to believe, not believe it. Uh, the following year for her birthday or our anniversary, uh, 
probably both. So our anniversary is at the end of March and her birthday is at the beginning of May. Um, we decided, I told her that her present was going to be getting a dog. And so we went to the shelter uh, and I'd never gotten a dog before. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I was not quite aware of like the process. And um, what was that sort of process for your particular area? Well, the process is you go to the thing one time and you come back with a dog. I did not <laughs> think that was what the thing was. Like, I thought like, you know, you looked around like a car or something, but like, mm-hmm. no, that's not what happened. Like we, we walked around and, and weren't super happy. We, 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 we like didn't super bond with any of the dogs. We, um, we, uh, like I found one, a couple that I liked, but she's like, that, that guy, that one is so excitable right now. It's like in, in like cage that it's going to be so just, it's good. Like once it comes into its personality, it's just going to like destroy everything around us. <laughs> um, so we were walking around and we're kind of through the whole place. And I actually thought like we were going to succeed and like get through this thing without going, without getting a dog. And then she, uh, my wife saw this like very, very, um, timid dog, uh, who was just kind of curled up by herself. And, uh, that was the one that she like fell in love with. And I was like, whatever you want, sweetheart. It's like, I'm, I'm, I, just want you to have a dog that you want. And I mean, like I'm kind of a, a well, I have not been a cold hearted human being in my life. So like, I didn't like, I didn't know interest in a dog really. Like it was, I didn't really ever open up to our first two, uh, to our, our bunnies that much. I mean, they they were fine. They were cute, but like, you know, I want, I was fine protecting them and having them, but like, I never, like it was never like a big part of my life. Um, uh, so I, I didn't really know what to expect when I, well, I knew what I thought I would expect. Like I've had cats before I've had, do- I had bunnies before, but like I've never had a dog and uh, you know, there's something about having a dog that just like, I don't know, it opened up my cold dead heart, uh, 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 at least somewhat. No, they certainly can do that. They're a little bit different to everything else. Absolutely. So you picked up Nala from the pound and brought her home. Yeah. So we were at a, it was a, like a, a high kill shelter here. Uh, and um, so they kept her to spay her for a few days. And I, I mean, I've been working as a writer and, and like trying to build a career as a writer and creative type for a long time. So uh, my wife, meanwhile, has worked, always worked <laughs> like, like a, a, a traditional job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a Tuesday that I had to go and pick her up. And so I went by myself into drove like an hour into the middle of the city into this like kind of not great area and and uh nala didn't want to come she didn't really understand she was just kind of dazed and confused and uh and um and i had to pick her up to bring her in the car the back seat of the car and you know i'm sure you've seen spayed dogs before they're like drugged up they have no idea what's going on they just are kind of like and then probably for the best like that they come home and they just she was just like what is going on why 
am I going with this weird person and like what is happening? And so in our apartment complex at the time, we have these slatted stairs that have uh, like, uh, you know, you they don't have like a back on them. Okay, so you yep. just can see all the way through them. Yeah, that can certainly be a challenge for some dogs. She hated those things at the beginning. And so we start going up, but she just would not continue on. So we had to like take the elevator up for the first couple of days. Uh, so that's, and then she, she w- came into our house and I remember her just kind of walking to the back of the house and laying down and just like not really being, she was very cat-like in that way. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, she's okay. She's just like, this is, this is what I kind of like having a cat or having a bunny and like, it's fine. Like it's, it's good. That, that's the relationship we're going to have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how I remember. Um, that's how I remember the first day I had her. So how, uh, did you know roughly how old she was when you got her? I mean, does any, I've, I've never seen a dog at a shelter that they didn't say one to three years old, unless they <laughs> like, they, they came from an actual person. So we had the same thing. Every dog we've ever had is like somewhere between one and three. Um, the pr- crazy part is though, like she still looks like she's one and she's 14 years old. Like she's never gotten more gray hair. She's never really slowed down. Uh, I mean, a couple of times she's been like, like tired or sick or something, but like you would literally never know that she was an old dog. Like she at bet worst looks like maybe she's eight. Uh, that's nice. It's a sign of a, of having a good life and being looked after nicely. I think. Yeah, I hope so. And you know, she's got like still good teeth and all of the, it's, it's the craziest thing. I, I mean, I'm so, I'm so happy that she's like still in like good spirits after so many years. And we walk her, I walk her still two miles a day and she seems to like really enjoy that and not be gassed by it. So we're mm-hmm. trying to at least keep her health up a little bit that way. Okay. So let's go back a little bit to the initial sort of like few days or weeks when she got into her new place. Was it uh, a fast sort of assimilation into the, the new area or did she just sort of like, like you said, sort of like take it easy and stay curled up and slowly investigate areas or? Um, you know, she, well, in order to, for her to use the bathroom, we had to go to this like dog run that was in our apartment complex. So uh, like she, she pretty pretty quickly got that that was the routine whenever we left the house and like she really likes leaving the house uh uh uh, more than our other dog more than any of the animals we've ever had she just loves like being outside and like on walks and things like that so that was how i remember her um like bonding initially Mm -hmm. so like we would take her to the dog run and like she'd be able to run around and like she was always wary of other dogs. She's always been a very cautious dog and a very kind of um, quiet, gentle dog. So um, like she never ever has like been one to like curl up in your lap. She doesn't even really she doesn't like coming on the bed, really. She likes being around you, but not like being all over you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how she's always been. She's, she's been 
like it took her probably two or three weeks maybe to open up a little bit, but she's never, she's never been that like super happy go lucky, like tongue wagging out, licking you all of the time dogs. Okay. So um, you just mentioned uh, the sleeping arrangements. You want to elaborate it is that this has been sort of a standard as all the time, or has that changed over time? For the for, before, until we got our smaller dog, like we did not allow her on the bed. Um, it's really hard to prevent a little dog from coming on the bed, like if they or dog coming on the bed if they want to in the middle of the night. So eventually that got laxed and relaxed. Um, but yeah, for uh, the first, so we've had our second dog for a long time, but for the first four or five years, uh, she was on the bed, uh, she was on her own bed on the floor next to our bed mm-hmm. um, and she still does that like it's still just her preferred thing she she w- w- we we used to keep our dogs off of the couch and off of all of the furniture it wasn't and until we got shot uh, our second dog cheyenne who like won't abide by that <laughs> no matter what <laughs> you do she just won't abide by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nala, uh, I, like we were with not, we had Nala by herself for so many years that I think she just kind of got ingrained into it. And now when we're like, you can come up, she's like, she still doesn't quite understand or even want to come up. Sometimes we have this big wraparound couch. This is sort of like L shaped couch. And the, mm-hmm. the side of it is, um, on the wind where the window is, and so she'll sometimes come up when we're on the couch and look out the window. Or, but she and she loves being on there when we're not on the couch. But there's something about like the two of us being on the couch and then her also being on the couch that I guess either we ingrained out of her or just is not a thing that she has any interest in in there, even though there's plenty of space for her. Okay, there sort of uh, any. In the early sort of uh, time, any sort of like destructive, oh, hang on, and you've left her or being being inside in an apartment? Yeah, I remember. So there were two instances. Uh, one, uh, we left and she destroyed our um, TV remote. <laughs> and the second one, I got my wife this first year we were together. My, my uh, mother was a teacher and one of the people at her work was doing these alpaca teddy bears. And they were like super soft and wonderful. And I got one for my wife and we'd had it for years. I don't know, like a decade. No, not quite a decade. It's only been a five or six years. And that, that, even though we have tons of other stuffed animals, that was the one that she destroyed and I had to replace. I had to find a way to replace that, uh, that teddy bear uh, that year. Uh, and then obviously the remote, but, but yeah, those are the only two instances that I remember. There may have been small things, but yeah, she she went to town on that remote and that uh, and that bear. <laughs> okay. Um. So being in an apartment, what what sort of uh, areas like its surrounding areas? Yeah, easy access to some parks and stuff like that. I know you mentioned that that there's a dog run within the apartment, but what about going externally for walks and things like that? 
Yeah, we never really did that with her uh, that much. We went to the dog park while we were uh, like in in our neighborhood and um, we lived on the beach a few blocks from the beach and my wife and my wife really, but my, sometimes my wife and I uh, would bike with her about two miles each way up and down the beach. Um, so that was probably once or twice a weekend. It depended on the weekend, but mm-hmm. yeah, she, her thing was really like they, they would bike her and my wife would bat would bike out and then um, like hang out, and like recover and like read or do whatever she did. My wife would call her parents or whatever. Then they would bike back. And that was really the, the exercise she got outside of the dog run. It's very busy around our apartment because it was by the beach. So uh, it wasn't a place that we really like walked around a whole lot uh, with her. And like, uh, this, but sometimes, you know, sometimes we could do dog friendly things. They were quite dog friendly in that area. So it's not like we could not walk her down, but sometimes we would walk her down and like get dinner or something like that. But we didn't do the kind of deliberate walking that we do in our new place because our new place is a house. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's a lot easier to, and it's like in a, in a suburby type area. So it's a lot easier to walk around here uh, in in a way that it wasn't back when we lived up by the beach. Okay. So how long did you guys and, and Nala live in the apartment? So we got her in 2009 and uh, we moved here in 2013. Uh, so about four years. And she was the only dog that whole time that we had. Mm-hmm. The other, many other dogs at all in, in the complex or... Oh yeah, there was a ton of dogs in the complex. So this the place that we lived was like very dog friendly and uh and everybody had a dog, it felt like. And um and uh and and like the dog run was the it wasn't the dog run, it was like a full dog park. Uh uh and uh you know, there was a little run area, but there was also like a bunch of like as a bunch of room to like bring the dogs and often there was three or four dogs in there when we would go. Okay. It's a, a nice sort of a way of getting people to, uh, and the dogs to socialize in the, in the one complex. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I wish we had that for our second dog because it was, it was really like, it was really nice. I mean, Nala was never a, a fetcher or anything like that. She just kind of liked being in the dog park and like, sometimes running around but often just like all the dogs in that dog park were also really really well behaved so um like if you didn't want to play with the dogs didn't want to play if you didn't want to play the dogs just wouldn't play with you (laughs) uh sounds nice so you mentioned she wasn't a fetcher did she have any other sort of favorite games or that you played she had a rope that she liked playing tug of war with for a while, but she's never really been a game dog. She's, she's, she's never like, we tried rope. We tried Frisbee. We tried like all this stuff. She just, she likes to walk. That's like the thing that she likes. And sometimes the, uh, and sometimes rope, Okay, but not so much in the last several years. Cause she's getting older. And mm-hmm. as she's gotten older, uh, she's gotten much more specific on that. She really, she's happy to let Cheyenne or other dog play, but like she doesn't really want any part of it. So, did you have uh, 
like any sort of favourite friends when she was at the apartment, sort of different dogs that she bonded more with than others? Yeah, so um, there is a dog. Do you know the book uh, Dog's Purpose? Or like there's a... Yes. <laughs> so like the owner lived in that complex and his dog Tucker and Nala were pretty good friends. Um, as much as Nala would be friends with a dog, like they were both pretty chill and like... They, they, she didn't, uh, you know, she didn't, um, uh, Tucker didn't like rub her the wrong way and they, they weren't like play play. They would just kind of hang around each other and, and be around each other and be cool with each other. So that is the one that I always remember because obviously like there's the movie posters of the last few years have been like, there's always been a, a, a dog's life for like the dog's purpose or all of those like sort of movies. So I'm always like, Hey, look, Karen's like, Hey, look, there's Tucker's Tucker's dad's movie. Mm. Oh, now nice. Did you sort of like get to chat with him much at all? Yeah. 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 You know, he's very nice. Uh, you know, we saw him around the pool area too. And, and, and at the dog park and he didn't have any of those movies back then, but he had, um, 10 rules for dating my teenage daughter. I think the, like that television show with John Ritter. And so he okay, had, yep. uh, he had made that book and, and that thing. So like that was his thing at the time he didn't. And, and I think he had the first, he was, he, he was, he was making like the dog, the books about dogs, but I don't remember if he had like this particular like, and I don't know if he had like a particularly like this is the dog, like like the, the, the dog's life or the dog's way or the dog's purpose books. I do remember that he was making like books about dogs and he, he would talk about it all the time. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, was, we talked. He talked with my wife, I think, a lot more than he talked to me. But um, but yeah, it, he's nice. Uh, the complex was full of really nice people. Also, uh, the guy who played uh, uh, Greg Brady was uh, no, not Greg Brady. The oldest Brady, um, the oldest Brady okay, boy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, he also lived in the complex, and we talked to him a lot. And so everyone was very nice. It was a very nice area to live in because sort of everyone was like a high achieving self starter. And like, they all seemed to have like kind of made a living like, like they did like fulfilled their life goal. And then there was like me and Karen who were in our like late twenties being like, had no idea what we were doing with the world. And so it was nice to like, kind of have that juxtaposition around. Mm. Um, so I guess mentioning the, just the dog's journey, how was, Nala, did you go on vacation and things like that with her as well, or? Um, you know, we didn't really go. We we the reason why she would destroy things was because we would leave for a long time without her. Um, really, wasn't until we got the second dog that we um that we like started going on all of our vacation. We tried to bring them on vacations and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, we would go to like day day things, but. I mean, it's very hard to bring a dog places because like a lot of places aren't very dog friendly and you can't leave them in the room and you can't do anything mm -hmm. like without them. And then the places we would want to go didn't have dogs. So uh, she eventually became comfortable being at home. Uh, but we always felt bad about that. So again, that's one of the reasons we got the second dog. So she would always have someone to sort of be around her while, 
while we were gone. Okay. Um, and when you did go out traveling in the, in the car or anything, no, no problems with that? She didn't like the car at the beginning because uh, uh, it made her nauseous uh, partially. And then she also got scared that we were going to bring her back. But yeah, she really then grew to love uh, like the car and the and rides and we would take her uh sometimes for just like driving around and and yeah so that was uh, that was another thing that she does love and she still loves the 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 car rides but um but yeah i i think i've never met a dog that doesn't love car rides uh uh, i i have met some that don't like dog that don't like walks but like I've, i've never met one that doesn't like a car and why would you not like a car if you were a dog like it's just it's just you, how can your brain even fathom driving 60 miles an hour? Like, I don't even know how, as a dog, I would imagine that to even work. <laughs> and all the, all the sensory overloads as everything zooms past. Absolutely. Um, how has Nala's medical sort of like life been? Has there been any sort of issues as she's... She's been a really healthy dog generally, but she did have a scare. She has kidney issues. That's like her big thing. And uh, so we had to, for a couple of years ago, she had to be an IV. So I had to like give her an IV and I had to give it to her because my wife would not give it to her. Um, So I had to give her the sort of IV drip um, for half an hour, um, uh, like every day or every other day. I think it was every day. And, uh, we had to rush her to the hospital recently for a bee sting or something. We just, she just was not like acting like herself. We still don't know why, but like her eyes were all puffy and like, she just, she ate something or contacted something. I, I don't know why, but she, she, we, like, we thought she was, she was, was going to die. <laughs> like I thought she was going to die. Uh, mm. She's old. And like, we, we always hope that when she went, like she would just like suddenly have a stroke or something and like she would be happy and healthy. And then she'd like, and she was like kind of wobbling back and forth and, and, uh, and like she couldn't really stand. And so, yeah, we like rushed her to the hospital in the middle of the night and, 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 and turned out, we still don't know what happened, but by the time she came out, she kind of looked like herself and they gave her a Benadryl shot and stuff. So I don't know if we were, it was a beast thing but it was certainly something weird that happened to her but aside from those two things mm-hmm. um yeah she's still healthy she's she's just always been healthy uh, uh our our littler dog is a little more uh, is a little less healthy than nala but yeah she's always she, she we take her to the vet twice a year just to make sure uh and aside from the little kidney things that she sometimes has and then seem to magically go away, she's been like nothing but healthy. Okay. So how did you sort of like uh, become aware that she had the kidney issue? One of the, one of the, one of the, uh, one of our times to the doctor, the doctor, um, the doctor just said like, she has the starting of a renal issue. We want to get her on fluids. And so we, like okay we still got a bag of these stupid fluids that have like been now been expired for so long we can't use them but uh but yeah it was it's all the doctor it was all the doctor you know uh, and then she's never really been on medication except for those for those kidney issues and then you know her heartworm sort of flea medication okay well that's that's good always good to have a, a healthy dog yeah we you know 
we don't, I don't know what, I don't know. We've been so lucky with the, really the both dogs that we have, but especially Nala, like, I mean, besides just giving her love and, and, and like being around and uh, she's just very happy to like, just be around you. And just when everyone's together, like she doesn't, what happened usually is she'll, 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 when I come in, she'll come and she'll get pets for about a minute and then she'll just like go off and do her own thing. I was like, okay, now we're all together again. Like she doesn't like it when other, when, when like we're gone, but she also doesn't like sit next to you while you work or anything. She just kind of like, she does her own dog thing. And sometimes she connects with like us at night when we're all sitting together. And then when we all go to bed and she'll herd us all in together, she like likes us all to be together, but like, she doesn't like being the focal point of anything. Okay. Yeah, nice. Did she have any other sort of idiosyncrasies that you think are particular to, to her? That are particular to her. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think because she has, so she, she, she started when we moved to this house, like starting to herd us into bed, like, or like into places like, she never was like a herder dog, but probably it was because we only had the two rooms that we could be in. Um, but yeah, she will like come in at night because what will happen is usually, you know, uh, I, I work in our second bedroom and then we go have dinner and we, we do the couch and we'll read or watch TV. And then my wife will go to bed and she has like a whole routine and then I come in to like finish my work day and make sure like nothing exploded in my company in the several hours since I've looked at it. And she will come in and like either she'll sit here on next to me until I leave uh, or um, or uh, she will just come in and go out and come in and go out and come in and go out until like I am ready to be done. And she's done it for years now, just like really doesn't like it when when I am not like with the family, but only at night. Like right now, it's fine because it's not part of the routine. But like the routine is, I go and we all go to bed, and and uh, and until we're all like herded together, she can't like calm down. And she used to do this thing where she would she would have to come outside two or three times just to make sure like the doors were locked and everything was okay. And uh, she stopped doing that uh, a little bit more. But the other thing is, so there's been fireworks mm-hmm. uh, as there are everywhere, but like, like military grade fireworks. It's been like crazy in our place last month. And she will now, when there's fireworks, she will sleep <laughs> in the shower. And so we really can't shower in the evening any, uh, uh, during like fireworks season because then Nala has to sleep in like the wetness of the of the shower. Yeah, and she also like she will just lick the bottom of the just lick the bottom of the of the shower for like thirty minutes, and then she'll just sit down and she'll sleep there, and she's like a little hobgoblin. Um, and it's always related to the fireworks. She's always related to the fireworks uh, because like right now it's not big fireworks and she just sleeps just outside. The other thing is like when it gets colder, she does come up on the bed, but she'll only come up on the bed if it is like cold, like, mm-hmm. like you know, not like chilly, but it has to be, you know, uh, 
January, February, which it never really gets that cold here, but it can get into the 50s. And like, once it's in the 50s, then she will pace back and forth and put her put her put her, her head like on the bed until we let her up. And she always has to be let up. She can't just come up on her own. Even if we tell her that it's okay to come up, you have to let her, you have to always tell her. And both of us often have to tell her that she can come up and then she will come up. Uh, some very nice manners. Um, going back to the anxiety with the fireworks, has she got any other anxiety with anything else or? Yeah, doing just loud, just loud noises. I mean, I think she's a very anxious dog. She's very like worried about everything. It it always feels like she's like her face. Her normal face is just like I'm worried about something. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but like, uh, uh, she she always seems like she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And. Do you feel that that has that has changed? Say in the last uh, what where we are now, four, five, four months into this COVID thing. Oh no, she's having a ball with us being in COVID. Like <laughs> uh, she, she, like we're home all the time. I had always worked at home, but I have a lot of meetings, and I and because of the way that my company operates, I usually am at trade shows a lot of weekends. So like while I'm home during the week, I'm not home on the weekends and often I'll leave on Wednesday or Thursday to go to another town and set up and I won't come back till like Monday or Tuesday. So like I have been home except for very, very small amounts of time since March and my wife who was working at home, well, she didn't work at home at all. Uh, for many years, and now then she was working two or three days at home. Is now home all of the time. So this is like heaven for her. Like we're always home, except I go on a walk. I, I take her on a walk every day. And then I go on a walk every day by myself. And aside from that, and maybe two or three times a week that I that one of us leaves the house, like we are always home. So like, if both of them are very spoiled right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that that's uh, mirrored in a, in a lot of places, and I, I just hope that that doesn't create too many issues when and and the COVID thing is over, and people all of a sudden just go back to some form of normality, but they don't quite think of what that Im, uh, means for the the dogs they've had at home all the time. Yeah, there was so the you know we wanted to get. Nala's getting old, and so we we did at, at one point a couple months ago um, get uh, 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 tried to adopt a third dog, uh, just sort of make the transition easier for the dog that's left. Let's mm-hmm. just say, and um, she got very, uh, she was uh, that dog uh, was very jealous of our little this dog and so nala was very protective of of her so that was like a very stressful month when we were trying to integrate them all together before we ended up not being able to and um and 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 then and that was that was like a tough part for her but as like a day-to-day level of like this is this is uh, you know you know like today or or any other day because of covid no that she's She's in a much better position than than like she's ever been in this house because mommy and daddy are home all the time. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, 
So she'd do a lot of swimming at the beach when... Oh, no, she hates the water. She hates the water. There we go. There's another one. She's a lab who hates the water. She's uh, She likes being on the beach. She does like the beach, but she hates the water, and she hates being wet. Okay. So I'm guessing that also is still water as well? Yes. She will tolerate still water or, like, when you bathe her because she's a very good dog. Like She'll just, like, put up with most anything. Um uh, but yeah, she does not go after water. Very sort of rare, especially for a lab. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very weird. Well, also she's just you know most labs I find you know they're pretty like happy go lucky like tongue out like just like 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 we're like we want to be like real close to the family and. Nala has not. It must be the other parts of her mixes that like that 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 have this aloofness about it that like sort of she took on those personality traits of. Hmm. Um, a question I ask all my guests is to complete the sentence. I can't believe my dog ate a possum. A p- possum. All right, so there are possums. People don't think about this in Los Angeles, but like we do have an ecosystem, and and uh, and there was a possum and her babies, and one of these possum babies, as they were like fall, like slipped, I guess, and fell into a bucket of water, like a just fell fell into a bucket of water. Like I don't know how we we've, I don't even remember how we had this bucket of water out, but we happened to have a bucket of water. This was the season where like possums come around and this particular tiny possum fell into a, 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 a water bucket that we had. God, I can't remember why. And then, so we're, 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 um, we're, we're in bed or we're about to go to bed and we're like, Nala, what are you eating? And we just heard like crunching and she just had it in her mouth. And we were like, like, it was it was horrifying, and I I think my wife was the one who had to pull it out. And like, God bless my dog, because she like will let you just open her mouth for anything and like never fight you. Like Nala will never fight you if you like don't if you if you want her to like she will not actively help you, but she will not <laughs> prevent you from taking something out of her mouth either, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big difference between her and our little dog who will actively <laughs> like. guard her food (laughs) Uh, but yeah it was just like a little baby possum that i guess had like drowned in the bucket and then nala had found it and was just eating it oh that's nice and i'm guessing brought it inside as well no she did not bring it inside she also eats poop like on walks Mm -hmm. like all the time like i don't know how she finds it like, cause I look, I'm on the lookout for it. And still it feels like every day she gets something, she gets some. And I'm just like, how can this be the thing? Like you have so, <laughs> she has so few idiosyncrasies, but yeah, that's uh, like, like the eating the poop is definitely the grossest one. <laughs> and apart from that food wise and diet wise, she hasn't gone too far astray doing things that she shouldn't do. 
No, she, she our, our our little one eats like leaves and 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 other things, and she and our Nala has learned, or for a while Nala was eating leaves too, but I think she learned that like leaves are gross and like they have no flavor, and uh, she doesn't like. Uh, so there's a special like science diet the kidney medication, like kidney um, food. She does not like that, but pretty much any other food that we've ever fed her she will eat and she will eat the kidney diet stuff as long as it's less than 50% of her food. Okay. That's the, the, the lab part of her coming through there, I think for, for eating everything. Yeah. I, she, she's so good about other like things, just the poop and the, the food. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand that particular part of it, but like, whatever. Like she doesn't like eat hamburgers or stuff that fall, fall on the floor and things usually. But yeah, oh. she will eat. She will eat pretty much. She also uh, does not eat lettuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, we could drop a whole head of lettuce on the floor and she just will look at it like, what is this? No, get it out of here. But pretty much anything else that drops on the floor is fair game. Okay. So she is all right doing the, the veggies and other things like that? Yeah, she'll eat carrots and, and uh, 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 broccoli and cauliflower. And uh, she doesn't like kale, like any of the lettuce kind kale, spinach. Although she was used to be okay with spinach. Uh, she doesn't particularly like when you put parsley in her food to like freshen her breath. But, uh, but she'll still eat it. She also will just like eat the pills in your hand without any peanut butter. Like she just like eat the pill. It's just like she doesn't care. Like just throw it in her food and she'll eat it. Okay, well that's rare. <laughs> Both of our dogs have that where they'll just like eat the pill and like uh, uh, and, and, like without any other uh, uh, like you just tell her to eat something and pretty much she'll eat it. <laughs> oh. That's nice. Um, speaking of telling her to do things, you do much uh, like training, obedience-wise, or anything like that to get her brain so going. Because we live in LA, um, Nala got scouted at one point by a dog like acting agency, and so we did like, I mean, we knew it was like a scam, but we were like, well, like they have this whole big training program that they do for Nala and we never trained a dog. So like it was a huge investment, but we spent thousands of dollars on these like training sessions that were supposed to get her quote unquote actor ready. We just wanted like the training sessions. Mm-hmm. We just wanted the training. Like we didn't really care about the other part of it. We just wanted the freaking training. So, uh, so yeah, she got very well trained. Uh, she does. Dozens of tricks, a dozen, more than a dozen tricks for sure. And the the biggest thing was she did not walk very well when we first got her. And she walks like, besides the fact that she will plant and sniff, she walks like pretty much perfectly now. And we've been able to train everything else. And we still have this notebook full of like, if she ever has a problem, we just go in back and refer to it. So our second dog did not get that benefit. And we can tell, like, we probably should have been better with the second dog. But mm-hmm. uh, Nala is just, like, flawlessly trained, like, like, like laser-focused on you and, and wonderful. We don't 
do a whole lot of training training anymore. We did for like the month that we had that third dog. Um, but, um, but yeah, we, she can, before she eats, we make her do some of the tricks that she knows. And she's 14. We're not teaching her any new tricks now. Yeah, no, that's all right. But never, never too old to, to expand the brain to, to get her to think about different things. Yeah, she expands. The, her, her, her favorite expanding brain thing is just going on the walk and like doing mm-hmm. sniffs and sniffing everything uh, every day. So, um, and then we, uh, yeah, she does. I mean, she can do, uh, she can do the, the uh, I don't even know, maybe 20 or 25 tricks, uh, depending on how you define what a trick is. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good level of trick. And our other dog, can do a couple of other tricks that Nala can't do. Um, but yeah, she's, she, uh, she definitely knows sort of like the full complement of normal tricks that a dog will do. Uh, she yeah. doesn't do like play dead or any of that stuff, but for the most part, uh, if there's a, if, if there's like a normal everyday trick, she probably knows it. Yeah. I think, um, I think people get, uh, hung up over the word like a, a trick or, or obedience. Um, I always look at things like that as getting the dogs to to use their minds and to get them to, to think about doing things. And the more engagement you have there, the more fulfilling it is for both parties rather than just uh, do nothing and, and make your own stuff up, which can sometimes lead to uh, behaviours that you don't want to have in your dog. Yes, yeah, so the, she did have a behavior recently. Uh, I wasn't always walking her two miles a day. Um, and when I wasn't, she did have like, she did like bite her tail and she did have sort of like some of the symptoms of just like boredom. Mm-hmm. But since we've been walking her and she's had like the ability to go out and we often, we try to do twice a day. We do like one walk with her and then our little dog only likes to walk a couple of blocks. She doesn't like a couple of miles. So we try and take the little dog and the big dog and she all, and our little dog also doesn't like to walk without all four of us. So it's like, it requires all four of us to be ready to do a walk together, <laughs> but we'll also do often do the one, like a block or two with all of four of them. And if we can get both of them together, then she never has like the problem with the boredom. Um, mm-hmm. But since I've been walking her every morning, uh, she's been a lot better with that, that thing, that, the, the, like, I'm bored. I need to do something with my mind piece of it. Oh, that's good. That's a great, that's a great example. Um, to anything else that you can sort of think of that comes to mind now that sort of like expresses Nala's personality a little bit more. So, so, uh, she doesn't like toys or she says she doesn't like toys, but every morning there's this purple sort of hippopotamus that's been ripped to shreds. Every morning she seems to be laying on the same toy that we, we, I know moves throughout the day, uh, but she will never admit that she likes the toys or that she cares for the toys. But like she does like almost always seem to be laying on this toy. And now Cheyenne, our, our little dog does like toys and specifically likes this purple toy. So Cheyenne often will bring that toy to bed. Um, but Nala is the one who is in the morning, always like curled up around it. <laughs> okay, nice. And that's, that's kind of like her. She's like, I don't need, I, I don't need attention. 
but like, I sure want attention. And so she'll like, look at you like, so I don't know why she does this, but she will, she will lay right outside of your reach. And then she will look at you like, please come to me. And meanwhile, like our, our little dog is very good at just coming up and whatever she's just, when she wants attention, she comes up to you. And so I'll be petting the little dog and our and Nala will be like looking at me like so hurt. And I'm like, she literally came to me. She came, you can also come to me and then I will pet you. But she can't understand that she just has to come like a foot closer and then I will pet her. But she really wants you to go out of your way. I guess that's how she knows that like you care or something. I don't know what it is in her brain, but there's something about you making the effort to go to her and petting her when she is comfortable that like that is how she wants to have attention laid on her. Like, but she will never say that she really loves Cheyenne or she's she like, like she, she like looks like she tolerates all of us like a, a lot of the time, but uh, uh, she secretly really loves the attention also. So she's like a secret cuddler. Ah, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Russell, for, for sharing your life with Nala today. It's, uh, Thank you for having me. Been a pleasure and really enjoyed having a, a chat with you about it today. So I enjoyed it too. Thank you for allowing me to have something to remember my dog with. She won't be with us for a long time. And I've cut back a lot of my podcast appearances, but I thought this one was important because it was A, different, and B, like, hopefully we'll always be able to look back at this thing when she's gone and 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 have sort of this memory of her. So I do appreciate it. No, no, no. The pleasure's all mine, and, and I'm sure many other people will get, get uh, some pleasure from listening to this as well. So thank you very much again. Thank you for having me. There's something that we didn't talk about. She's, she's the, the worst picture taker, but I will send pictures, but she is absolutely the most horrible picture taker of any dog I've ever met, which is funny because like we were trying to get her into like the pictures for a while, but... Uh, but yeah, she's not good at, 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 at photos. She always knows. Like, she always knows when the camera is about to be on her. And then, um, and then like, she either runs away or uh, something. But, like, she's, she just, she's, she's great. She, like, she, 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 she's wonderful at, like, knowing when the camera is there, but not in the good way. Where, like, our little dog is very good at, like, being the dog and, like, like grinning and sh- and Cheyenne in her way up, but uh, in a way that Nala isn't. But I'm going to try and find some good pictures of her. Well, you've made it to the end. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you don't want to miss out on any future episodes, or if you want to catch up on some, just hit the subscribe button on whatever medium you are using to listen to this. If you also would like to let a friend know if you enjoyed this show, I'd appreciate it. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family.